When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Getting you through your workday one hour at a time. This is Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Welcome in team, I always, always like Mondays, but today's got even better with that cricket news, and I'm just looking at the Tampa Bay Post text machine, and there is a wide range of support and excitement amongst our cricket and sporting fans in general. I am so pumped to be part of a station that's prepared to jump in to the sport of summer here in New Zealand, ball by ball, test matches, oh, and we don't know who yet. But New Zealand Cricket are announcing the summer schedule tomorrow. So we will be able to... We've got the jigsaw, we've opened the box, and we can start putting it together tomorrow about what you're going to hear. Test matches one day. And I'm stoked at this domestic cricket in there as well. White Ferns in there as well. Super smashes. Finals of um, white ball cricket as well. Just so excited. And we've got a wonderful stable of people here as well, led by... The wonderful Daniel McCarty. Um, just, just so awesome. Can we get Smithy in the commentary box? I would love to get Smithy into the commentary box. He's sitting there. He hasn't got his headphones on. Oh, and he's not even looking at me. He's not listening. Oh, damn. But I'd love to get Smithy in the commentary. Just even a cameo. Very excited for the cricket, as I'm sure you all are. You're welcome to ring us. We're going to chuck the lines open for the whole hour. Mondays are great days to, to review. Reflect, pontificate, congratulate. Not a lot to criticise from this weekend. Wonderful, wonderful opening half hour of that All Blacks Test match. Um, I think the South Africans will be kicking themselves. They left their best team on the bench. They certainly made an impact when they came on. But that impact was really needed in that first 20 or 30 minutes when the All Blacks ran an absolute muck over them at Go Media Mount Smart Stadium. Jeez, it was good. And then you go forward 24 hours, and the Warriors did it as well. What an atmosphere there. Underdogs. Underdogs against the Sharks and absolutely put them to the Warriors' sword. Atmosphere deluxe. Fantastic. If you went, I want to hear from you. If you watched, I want to hear from you. I started making notes about the All Blacks. As I told you last week, I always write down every player, but it's just great news for me. So 
We quite often get calls from you, 0800 150 on things that might have peed you off or can't believe this, can't believe that. The challenge is to ring and celebrate the weekend of sport. Also mentioned uh, with Smithy, um, Hayden Wild winning, finally got over the top of Alex Yee. It was the sprint distance, but he's the sprint world champ now. Um, Anna Grimaldi, second at the World Para Champs in the, in the long jump. I thought that was a fantastic effort. Australasian record for her. But you can ring me on anything, and I really, really want to hear what spun your wheels this weekend. Celebrate with me. Jump on the phone and celebrate with me, 0800 150 And we're going to take our first call right now, and it is Stephen. G'day, Stephen. Yeah, g'day, um, uh, Mark. That's, that's great news about the cricket. It's sort of over, been overdue, I, I sort of, uh, you know, for it to come back on the radio. Um, now, I've I got a couple of questions with that. And then um, the, the first one is when will the lineup of who the, uh, the commentators will be with Daniel McCarty, um, whether we have Jeremy Coney, and I, I like that idea of Ian Smith, he'd be great there. Um, when will that come out? When will we hear who's going to be with well, first Daniel of all, McCarty? First of all, I don't know. Uh, second of all, we've got time because uh, the World Cup goes through till the middle of November. We hear when the uh, what the summer cricket schedule looks like in New Zealand tomorrow from New Zealand Cricket and World Cricket. They're announcing that tomorrow. Um, so what have we got? We've got about six months to put a team together. Um, but, I mean, we could speculate, we could guess. But because I work for the place, my guesses would feel like I've got inside information. But I would imagine people like Grant Elliott. I would imagine maybe... a Hamish Bennett, I don't. I actually don't know. I really don't know um, to tell you the truth. But it'll be plenty. You'll know plenty in advance. Right. And will there be any? Um, so tomorrow announced. Will it be what? Um, what the games are? SEN. Yeah. What games you're going to be covering? Yep. So all Is the black right? cap. All the black caps over summer. Yeah. And a bit of domestic as well. I think semis and finals. I think I read in the release. Uh, Super Smash final. So domestic, but all of the black caps, test matches, five days, ball by ball, whoever's coming. Great, great. And and, and what about the, the four-day final, you know, the Plunkett Shield? Will that be covered or...? I'm going to have to check the release, buddy, because um, I know there's the... Well, I say I know there's the Super Smash. I'm pretty sure there's yeah. the one-day's final. Um, I'm not sure about the four-day final, sorry. Um, but I'll try right, and find right. out. You, you keep listening and I'll try and find out for you. Yeah, and, and, and will it be live? So they'll yes. be in the wherever, wherever, say if it's in Auckland or Wellington or Christchurch, they'll, they'll be the, the commentary team will be there. They will be there. That's great. Hey, that, that's great news. That, uh, that's fantastic. Sure is. Um, yeah, okay, that... that um, yeah, so you're not sure about Jeremy Coney or even Garth Galloway. We'll, we'll sit here in six months. Yeah, we'll hear well in time. Yeah, it won't be in the yeah. next couple of weeks because it takes quite a bit of logistical working out because you probably need six commentators a game, I would say, something like that. So not 100% sure, sorry, but um, stay tuned. Right. And just one final thing, uh, Mark, is when did that... Um, get confirmed or had it already been confirmed and you just released it today or was it I think it was confirmed um, at the end of last week that was it and then announced today great 
Mm. Okay. Well, Good thanks on you. very much, Mark. You, you made my day. I'll, when I get in the garden there, I'll be thinking cricket. <laughs> Brilliant. Good on you, buddy. <laughs> I, okay. Thanks, Mark. Thank Cheerio, you, mate. Oh, there's a happy camper, Stephen, in Wellington. We go to Joey in Auckland. G'day, Joey. Yeah, g'day, Pat. Yeah, fantastic weekend. Fantastic for you guys, too, to get the cricket and that. Absolutely brilliant, and it would be fantastic to have the likes of, of Smithy doing a bit of commentary with uh, Jeremy Coney and that. that that's, that's really good news. Um, but that's what it's all about. That's what a sports station is all about, to get the sports on. And, and if you're driving down the road and you can't watch it on television, you can at least you can hear it on the radio. You guys do a little bit of that too with the racing on a Saturday as well, which is really good for a lot of people. You know, mm. And it's a fantastic thing. Um, the other thing, Staffy, um, the All Blacks, Absolutely, 20, 25 minutes. Um, Shannon Fassell was unbelievable. Um, Bowden Barrett, you know, um, I've, I've, you know what I've been like with him at fullback. Um, he played very well, and he, he used his probably first five eight now when he did that chip to uh, Will Jordan. Yeah. You know, maybe another fullback, maybe like Stevenson. I'm not saying that he he, he can't do that, but he might not have thought of that. Um, he played very well. They all played very very well, and and kudos to them um, for going on and. I think um, Foster is, is maybe making, not making the team around Bowden Barrett, but I think Bowden Barrett will probably be the fullback or, or whatever, which is, you know, it is what it is. I mean, they're winning and you, you can only do, you can only play what's in front of you. And um, and the other thing with the Warriors, absolutely fantastic. That's what happens, Steph, when you're super fit, you're fitter than any other side. And also, too, you've got the engine room, you have got, the players, um, the the um, second rowers and loose forwards uh, making 40 tackles a, a game, it makes it, each player, you know, in, in that posi- those positions are making 40, 40 odd tackles a game and then hitting the ball up and they're running off Johnson and they're knowing they're going to get the ball and and he's putting them in holes and it's just it's just a pretty um, you know pleasant pleasant to watch. Obviously, you know, even though I mean I'm a Brisbane man, but um, I'm still in Auckland and I still want the Warriors to do okay, you know. And it's great to see. The amazing thing for me about Sean Johnson, and you're talking about the, the Mitch Barnett and Maratha Niokori when he's playing and uh, Jackson Ford and uh, Josh Curran, he's got three of them all running. He's got the vision to pick which of the three he's going to fire his bullet at who's in the gap. Just just amazing vision from him. Well, that's right. And the thing with Johnson now, he's he's got a lot like um, Nathan Cleary. He... he um, he runs the team, you know, and he runs the team well, and he's got that maturity now. You know, I know a lot of fans, um, or a lot of uh, Warriors supporters a few years ago said, oh, get rid of Johnson, you know. You can't be that player that scores. And he scored that try against Brisbane, and he scored massive tries, and, you know, went 50 metres and a great step, and then everyone expected him to do it all the time. You, you, you know, you can't be that player all the time, and that's what I said. When they got him back, I said, that's a fantastic um, you know, he didn't want to go, but he came back, and that's fantastic stuff, you know. And he's playing the best football I've seen him play in years, mm. and good on him. And, and, he, and he, he seems to be happy in everything he does, you know, and, and happy off the field as well. That's what the coach said. I mean, I listened to the, um, the uh, press conference, and the coach said, we're trying to build a family around here, and when you're happy off the field, you're happy when you come to training, you're happy when you play. Yeah. And it's maybe the same set with the All Blacks. Bang on. Bang on, Joey. Good call, buddy. Please enjoyed your weekend. And uh, one last thing, Joe, before you go. Go the mighty Turbos. Go the Turbos, Steph. When is the first game? Couple of weeks. Couple of weeks.
Very excited. Be good, mate. Oh, yes. Come on. You know, Faf, just quickly, while I, while I am with, with the turbos, is my mates gave me a hard time when I when I started talking to you about the turbos, and I said, I'm an Aucklander, and I've been Aucklander all my life, and I said, I'm going to back the turbos as my second side, and they are my second side. And go the mighty turbos. <laughs> Top man, Joey. See you, buddy. We will talk again, I know for sure. I'm just trying to find where that first game is. Um, NPC, here it is. Uh, first round is 4th of August. Tasman Otago are opening it up. Manawatu's first game is home to Wellington. Saturday, August the 5th. I should really go. I should really go. Go the mighty turbos. Uh, back to the phones. Uh, who have we got next? Scott from Wellington. G'day, Scott. Hey, Steph. How are you? Brilliant. Had a great weekend. Oh, it was, it was pretty good, wasn't it? And uh, obviously uh, that news that Smithy brought um, through a little while ago was even better. Mm. Um, especially, you know, for someone like me, I, I spend a lot of time travelling on the road um, around the middle and lower North Island. So um, it is a pain when you can't, you can't be at home to watch, um, especially test cricket, and to get it back on the radio and just, you know, just be able to spend all that time driving and actually listening to, well, obviously, whoever comes in and, and does the commentary. It, it's going to be awesome again. And uh, it's made my week, and the week's only just started. Yeah, it made my week. I think on Thursday, the station manager asked me and had to sign a non-disclosure. I, I had to voice a promo for it last Thursday, and I've had to sit on it and tell no one uh, the whole time. So I just basically locked myself in the wardrobe for the weekend because I was so excited we got cricket back on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were like one of those little kids that not secret, but you can't you can't quite let it out, and you're trying your best, and uh, you've managed to get there though. So that's the main thing. Yeah, that's it, mate. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm pleased. You're pleased. Yeah, no, very excited on that, and um, obviously the the Warriors as well. Um, I, I said to Sammy when I just spoke to him before, brilliant, brilliant commentary once again as well. And um, I'm I'm annoyed I didn't uh, back uh, Kempi's first four, four try scorers because um, that that probably would have retained a bit of money as well. Oh, moon um, money, but, moon money. Oh, exactly, exactly. Um, but no, br- brilliant performance again. Um, you know, you can just see how happy the whole team is together. Um, you know, they're, they're wanting to play for each other and, um, you know, they're, they're looking for the person who's on the inside or outside of them at every opportunity as well. And um, they, they just seem happy. And, I mean, the defence was just absolutely solid. Um, you know, for, for a Sharks team with Nico Hines, apart from that um, first bit at the start, um, he was kept pretty quiet throughout the whole game, which was brilliant. And um, I think one of the best things to come out of that is the, the for and against because it shot us right up even yep. higher. Yep. And I think... Um, I know it can change again next weekend pretty quickly, but I think um, it puts us much, obviously Canberra are negative, and I think um, Brisbane are at about 75 or something, and or they might be Melbourne uh, around that, and Brisbane are just ahead of us so, in points differential. So it's a, it's a key thing going into the, uh, into the well, coming up to the playoffs. Yeah, it sucks. The amazing thing for me about the Warriors is in four months, they've gone from no names to household names. And people, Jackson Ford, who? Yes, people now, Jackson Ford, they know who he is. Uh, Maratha Niakore, Mitch Barnett, oh, he's risky, he's a hothead. Look at him go now. Just, it's such a wonderful feeling out of Penrose. Oh, it is. It mm. is. It's it's just everything's the feel-good factor with it at the moment. And, I mean, you know, it's a short turnaround, um, obviously, with, with the game on Friday night. And, and I think in the past, you know, that would have been a concern. But, you know, at the moment, there's no reason to see that being a concern. I mean, um, you know, it looked like um, Sean was, was OK at the end um, after coming off. And yeah. we played a lot of that game with um, Toho Harris not even on the field as That's well, right. which yeah. is... 
you know, which is another brilliant thing. So uh, we've got the depth and we've got the players playing for each other and, and they've got a coach they all want to play for. Mm. Brilliant, brilliant. I knew you'd enjoy the weekend, Scott. Good to hear from you. <laughs> Thanks, Steph. Have a good week. Cheers, buddy. You too, mate. Uh, another great listener here, Gary from Upper Hutt. Now, Gary's going to love that the cricket's on. <laughs> You're not wrong. It's the best news I've heard all day. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant news. Yeah. yeah. But I tell you what, though, all these these listeners that have been ringing up and saying, "Oh, it's so good. I'm going to listen to the cricket while I'm painting my fence." No, no, no. They've got it all wrong. That's where you call Foster Decorators, the best little painting company in the Hutt Valley, and you get us to come and do it for you. <laughs> you sit on the deck, watch Gary yeah. paint, listen to the cricket while Gary's a, have a banter to him, but he does the painting because he cuts in nicely, he masks beautifully. You get you guys I, involved. I tell you, uh, me and my brother, mate, you just can't find better ones in the Hutt Valley. Oh, yeah. And we even do use that wonderful sponsor of yours, Razine, using it right now as we speak. Yeah, you're just the greatest no, but, human. Hey, no, that, that's absolutely um, brilliant news. And also what was good news was um, the news that they've come out saying that the women's players um, are going to get equal pay at World Cup events. And yes. Um, I think that's a great, great idea because the longer we can hold off Susie Bates and Sophie Devine from retiring, the better. Absolutely. <laughs> because without them, the White Ferns, unfortunately, yeah, aren't they? It's not that great. It's a bit of a disappointing tour over in Sri Lanka there. I think they'll, they'll be quite disappointed with that. So, yeah, so if we can keep these ones, these experienced players for a bit longer, so that, that's all good. Let's go, Gary. Let's go. Good to chat, buddy. All right. Enjoy your day. See you, mate. Um, I'll get Brent and Michael to hold on the line there. We'll take a very quick break. We'll come back with you guys. Give us a yell, 0800 150 It's a great day to be a sports fan. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. So much enthusiasm out there for the cricket coming to the radio ECNZ. Of course, if you missed out uh, the announcement, we have the summer of cricket, black caps, white ferns, domestic. It's just, it's hissing. Like, I can't read all the text, but, oh, there's a lot of love for cricket coming back on the radio. Cannot wait. Michael and Tutukaka. G'day, Michael. Steffi, how are you? Brilliant, thank you. Yeah, no, that cricket's just the icing on the cake of a weekend. And uh, I know you guys uh, just, uh, figure of speech, smash it out of the park. So well done to all of you. Um, hey, couple of quick things. Um, um, the Warriors, outstanding game, outstanding performance. And you know, as we've talked about, the whole team's changed. I can't help but think back to the beginning of the year or end of last season when Webster was announced as the coach and everyone polled on and said, what a waste of time and a waste of space. And... and um, you know, it was not going to happen. It wasn't going to change anything. And and look at it now. You know, like with the benefit of hindsight, mm. um, you know, you've got to you've got to credit him for 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 doing what he's done with support from a, a lot of other people. And I don't think there's any doubt in anyone's mind that these guys can probably make the top four quite easily and potentially on their day get in a final. You know, if they get the right home semi and that type of thing. So, yeah, that's all good. Um, second one was. Um, Shannon Frizzell reminded me of either Darren Collins or Janone Pino, mate. What an outstanding game of rugby he had. He was just awesome. And and I heard Dino this morning say, you know, they need to tell some of these guys, this is the position, you don't have to fight for it, it's yours, and let them go and develop without looking over their shoulder constantly. 
And I think when you look at that performance on Saturday night, um, all of those guys that started have probably cemented their positions as, as pretty much close to the starting 15 now. Locks might be a, a marginal call, but yeah, they, what an awesome result. You know, um, the box, you'll be a long f- flight home back to um, back to South Africa. Yeah, and the big thing was against Argentina, Bodie was great, Shannon was great, but the big test was can they go back to back, and both of them bloody did. And um, oh yeah, like and Geordie had an outstanding game, you yeah. know, and and you couldn't fault. I mean, I know I've probably been critical of Bowden, but I, and a lot of people have, but you couldn't fault him on Saturday night. I mean, you're not going to pull Moanga out of out of starting first five, he had a blinder, you know. Mackenzie's going to struggle, probably get back on the bench the way those guys are playing. I mean, the only bench player you might look at would be the halfback and, and Caleb Clark on the wing, whether you swap those two guys around. But, you know, what you can't break up something that's winning. And, and if you look to the Warriors, that's probably what they're doing. Bang on, bang on. Michael. And great. just one final thing, Staffy. Yep. I like you a lot, but you and I are probably going to come to us a bit of disagreement in the NBC season. I know. Because our, our company's the front of Jersey sponsor of the mighty Tunny Far. Oh. So we're going to... We're going to kick your ass. Oh, okay, Michael. Okay, I look forward to that. I haven't checked out the home game, Steffi, but if we are playing, you guys will get you up here and and, and host you and watch you get a real beating at the hands of the Northlanders. Look, I'm going to click now. I'm just going to find out where the Northland Manawatu game is. It's in Palmerston North, Friday, August 25, 7 o'clock, 38 days' time. Uh, Lambs to the slaughter. Yeah, too far away from home. We might be able to arrange something down there because we do, there's quite a bit of stuff that goes on. So let's check out what's going on and uh, we might have to have a big meet-up, mate. Might have to, Michael. Look forward to it, buddy. Talk soon. Cheers, buddy. One more before the break. Brett from Hundley, thanks for holding on. Brett, how good Hayden Wild. Oh, man. (laughs) That camera, uh, that director for the TV needs to be shot because he missed that crucial move that he, he pulled. Did. Must have been about 100 metres before transition. The camera switched and then they came around that bend and he was in front. Mm. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. he we didn't even see it. I had to read about it in no. the race report afterwards. Oh, how did that happen? <laughs> and then I was scrolling back and what happened to you? <laughs> and then he just got that two seconds out of transition, had an awesome transition and and that, that was it. At that distance, anyway, you're not going to reel a dude with that class in over that short a distance. Just think that he got that dub over Alex because yeah. it's, it's been a long time coming. Yeah. And yeah. Christian Blumenfeld, he's you know he's the Olympic champion. He's um, Christian Blumenfeld's good at multiple distances. Mm. So what, yeah, what's ne- what's next for Hayden, cool. Brett? What's next? I'm not too sure. Just back on the circuit, sure. I think, um, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, his socials is the, the best way to follow um, what he's up to. And, and that's all I do is, um, you yeah, just keep an eye on his um, social media. And uh, Nicole Bandicay, she got six, which is, you know, that's good for our, um, our team prospects looking forward to Paris. Uh, she, um, she teams up with Taylor Reid and... I think it was Olivia Thornbury with the other two. So they they got second in the mixed teams, really, and, man, looking good. 
I'm just looking. A lot of hard work that these guys got to do. I'm looking here this weekend. Uh, European Youth World Triathlon Development, not that one. The Junior Cup World Triathlon Series, Sunderland, 29th to 30th of July. That's probably his next one. Couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. Yep. Awesome. I'll keep an eye. I'll let you know. Cheers, boy. You do that. Here we are, Brett from Huntley. We have to take a quick break for new sport and weather. After that, we're going to catch up with John from Auckland. But do give us a call about your weekend of sport. Warriors, All Blacks, Hayden Wild there, anything else. The cricket commentary is coming to SCNZ. It's a great time to be part of a company that's investing in our summer sport, bringing you ball by ball all summer. Here's the news. Give us a yell. Well, listen, buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat. Madness. Straight back to the phones, 0800 150 811. Talk to me about your weekend and even your Monday. John from Auckland joins us. G'day, John. Well, afternoon, Steffi. What a weekend, mate. Hey, just before we start, up the mighty king country. Oh, really it's... Up the mighty king country, mate. What are the king country? Are they the Rams? <laughs> Yeah, the Rams, mate. Yeah. We were in the first division back in the nineties. So yeah, back in the when, day, when they used to allow those, when they used to allow those unions in, into the first division. Anyway, was that, mate, was that back in? Was that Phil Coffin? Was he King Country? Yeah, mate. Yeah, it was too. Yeah, and you had back a while. Yeah, you had a you had a good winger too. I think made New Zealand Maori, and I just can't remember his name. He had a dirty dark brown mullet, but he was good. <laughs> That's right. Played <laughs> for the Chiefs too. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, um, what a weekend, mate. What a weekend. Um, All Blacks, let's look at them. Mm. You know what? Um, I'm just going to say it, mate. I think we'll beat Ireland and France. I really think we do. I, I really think we will, and I'll tell you why. The, last year when we lost to Ireland and the year before when we lost to France, there was no synergy. Yep. Um, there was no rhythm with the boys. This year, they've got the right mix. They've got a team that's been in the environment for about two years, or three years almost with with um, Foster, and he's got the right mould in terms of the coaching group there. And so, you know, we've got players there that have won World Cups. You've got White Rock there. You know, you've got players there that have been in the semi-finals. Ireland have never been in the semi-final. Mm. France, when was the last time they were in the semi-final? Mm. Years ago. You know, I think the last time they made the final was 2011. None of those players would have been playing in their team now. Um, yes, they have won the Six Nations, both teams. Yes, the under-20s are three in a row. But it's about that experience, mate, when you get to that World Cup. And, you know, New Zealand and South Africa have been there before, especially South Africa as well. South Africa lost. You know, they got a bit of a hiding, but they're going to be there, mate, and they'll probably beat Ireland. Ireland's in there. Look, look at their pool. They've got Ireland, they've got Scotland, and they've got a Tongan team with Israel Folau and players... They had played with the All Blacks before, like George Moala and Siale Piatau. And, you know, that's an interesting pool, mate. That's a very interesting pool. So I'm just saying that I think we can win this World Cup. I think, I think we can now as well. On the last 10 days of All Black rugby, they are way further ahead. I thought they'd finally get there. But they've made giant strides, John, haven't they? They've really made giant strides. It makes us a lot easier oh, to believe now. They were they were amazing. It was like I was watching um, the Avengers, mate. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they were all superheroes. And, and um, Shannon Frizzell, 
amazing, mate. Probably the best game I've ever seen him play. He just dominated all of those Springbok forwards, you know. Mm. The, the talk last week was 125 kgs this, that. Well, you know, their bomb squad, they must have, um, you know, they left them in the ocean too long. <laughs> they did, mate. They, when and they then, came on, they made a difference, but it was too late. Yeah, and, that, and that's something that worries me about the All Blacks. You know, we've lost the second half in both our test matches. Um, we've been fortunate enough to just, you know, run run them ragged in the first first half. But that second half, and I remember hearing on um, the breakdown that the All Blacks haven't really closed out a match for the last two years. But in saying that, if they're dominating right up until half time, then you know which team in the world can chase them. Yeah, that's it. That is it. John, oh, I can hear the delight in your voice. What a weekend you've had as well. Yeah, mate. And the Warriors too on top of that. Good on them. Good All on right. you. Good on you, buddy. Um, there he is. Uh, give us a yell. 0800 A couple of uh, observations from me was, and I think I mentioned it last year, when Richie Moonga was at first five and Bodie was at fullback, uh, Bodie was always in Richie's rearview mirror because it was Bodie's team for a long long time and I felt like not that he felt intimidated but couldn't play his own natural game because he had really the the 10 year or however long it was 8 year custodian of the 10 jersey playing at fullback behind him and whether he was feeling judged or whatever I reckon there's been a conversation between Bodie, Richie and Ian Foster and Joe Schmidt and just said look you're our 10, you're our 15 let's, let's go and Bodie brings poise. There's a real, um, there's real similarity between Sean Johnson and Bowden Barrett. I feel um, once they've got to thirty, and it's poise, and it's experience, and it's calmness in the big, big moment. Now, when Sean Johnson burst on this, burst on the scene, and he was stepping, and ju- he he was he was a freak show, and so was Bodie. But now the decision-making is so much better. The option-taking is so much better. And that comes through playing at this level for 10 years. And I just see so much sim- similarity between these two guys. And while Bodie isn't the 10, he is running a lot of, you know, that back three. I was watching him. He was vocal the whole night. Um, and he's not, he's not, I want that 10 jersey back type of guy. And he's in his spot. And I think we're a better team with him at fullback there, I said it. And I think he makes Will Jordan a better wing with Bodie at fullback than what Will Jordan normally is. And Will Jordan said, post-match, Ian Foster's giving him a, given him a roaming commission and there's no better player in the world as a roving, roaming wing commission than Will Jordan. And he was spectacular. Yes, he'd be spectacular at fullback, but I just think that Bowden Barrett, 15, Richie Moonga, 10. Uh, Will Jordan, 15. Magic. Magic. Let's go to the phones again. Ed from Tolaga Bay. Kia ora, Ed. Oh, kia ora, Steph. So I just wanted to have a chat about Matariki Day, Steph. Sure. Yeah, so when we turned up to, got to Auckland to play our game, old Rubes been turned out for Otara. Rubes? Ruben Wiki. Did he? Yes, I ran into him, and boy, did he launch. <laughs> so I got bowled over. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, but it was, it was all, all in all, it was a really good day. So Pillar, Pillar was for his stomach, Pillar out of 10 for us, and Rubes for um, Scorps. 
um, there was a memorial there for um, Scorpion's manager who passed away. Um, he was there last year and he passed away. And so they brought his ashes and they had a big presentation for him that night. And then, uh, you know, after a few beers, hey, oh, Rube walks past. I go, hey, Rubes, good shot, Rubes. He goes, oh, that was only 50%, Ed. <laughs> and, I, and I was cheeky. I went, oh, no, I wanted 100%, Rubes. <laughs> but I don't think I would have got up if it was 100%. I don't think you would have either, mate. I really don't think you well, would have either. Well, mate, I've seen it in full, you know, slow motion. The fellow was set, and then he launched, you know, he was flying, and then bang, got it on the side and tipped me over. And oh. But anyway, <laughs> other than that, oh, awesome day. Oh, that's good, man. That's good. That's the way to celebrate Matariki. Yeah, a game of rugby, a half game of rugby and half a game of league. Awesome. Awesome, mate. Awesome, all right. Good to hear from you, Ed. I'm pleased you enjoyed your day and, and you marked um, the passing of, of that manager in the last 12 months, which is um, very prudent on, on Matariki. So um, pleased you had a good day, bud. I then meet those guys. They, they, do, it pretty, they do it well, those fellas. Mm. All good. Thanks, Cheers, mate. There is Ed from Tolaga Bay. Jump on 0800 150 Love to hear from you about your weekend too. Getting you through the day like a hot cuppa after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. We're going now to Poverty Bay, the city of my birth, Gisborne. Talk to Leroy. G'day, Leroy. Afternoon, Staff. How are you going? Good, thanks, Leroy. Hey, um, I think the South Africans are going to be dangerous at the World Cup, I think. Um, just what they've done in the second half when they brought the reserves on. Mm. I think we have to be very careful, you know. Um, yeah, you wouldn't want to come the chickens too soon. Yeah, I think South Africa yeah, have got a lot of upside yet to come. Yeah, plus they, um, I think they, it was a stats that came out and said that um, there were so many players that played in the last World Cup and they're still there. So that's a lot of experience. You know, so, yeah, they'll be up for it. Mm, they um, sure will. Also with the Warriors, yeah, loved the game yesterday with Tony and um, Sam's call on the radio. And I just want to finish off, Steph, on um, our first time for my local club, Rugby. They won the final on Saturday, XP Rugby Club. Um, they beat TVC, Tikido Victory Club, up the Cape Runaway on Saturday afternoon. First time they've won the comp? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big shout out to Hicks Bay. Great part of yeah. New Zealand too. And part of one of it was um, one of our players got injured 17 minutes ago in the game. He got a broken leg. Oh, I saw that. Was, I saw that. Yeah. So he was waiting for about 45 minutes, I think, but he ended up making the call himself so he could carry on playing the game. So he chose to remove himself off the field because they were waiting for the ambulance to turn up. And they just had someone holding his leg and just yeah, and he just took himself off. Yeah, he, oh, he was shuff, shuffling along the ground, on the ground, yep. lying on the ground, getting himself off the field so the game could carry on. Yeah. What a hearty man. Yeah, no, he's, a, he's a tough fella because, um, you know, he's quite a big boy too, this young fella. And, um, yeah, he managed to get himself off and they carry on with the game because we were losing 7-6, 17 minutes ago. And then about five minutes ago of the game and then... Uh, one of our wingers made a break and then um, there was a backup from one of the reserves and then they scored and, yeah, got the conversion. But TVC were all right on the line right at the end as well. But then they got penalised for hitting into one of their own players. So they just had to kick the ball out and it was all game over. It was mm. a good game. 
good games. They need to name the, the shield or the cup after that young man. I reckon they're going to have something for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, nah. Good Steph. Good weekend. Good weekend. Thanks, buddy. Okay. There's Leroy out of Gisborne. We'll get our last break away before the news. Helping you tune out your annoying workmate. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Let's go to Dunedin and talk to Dino. G'day, Dino. Yes, Steph, the head's finally starting to clear. Good boy. That didn't help when a young bloody horsey friend, he got three grand. Jesus. We don't really need that on a Saturday night when we're really enjoying ourselves. But how good, how good was that first 17 minutes? It was incredible. You had the faith. I I was unsure. And I'm, I'm, I think we can get better. Like that's the scary part. I mean, I didn't think, just shows you how much I actually know, which is not a lot, but I didn't think we'd, we could possibly be ready, you know, with the short time to the World Cup to be in a position where everyone's going to be really, really, really concerned. But after that, like, I think in my book, I've got seven forwards locked in that played there on Saturday. And the one that he's he's locked in, but I, I'd love to see Jacobson have a crack at number eight and have our bench really, really strong. I, I think Sam Whitelock can come off the bench. I think Takayahu can come off the bench. I think Artie Savia can come off the bench. And I think Damien McKenzie. That'd be, for me, four of the most influential players in New Zealand rugby. And Rygaard. I'd have two backs, strengthen the forwards like South Africa do. But we can get better. That's a scary, scary part. Like, I hope we just get consistency now. Like, Shannon... I know Ethan's going to be really, really good, but unfortunately injuries have given a guy a chance that's always had the ability but never been given the consistency of selection. I like Anton Leonard Brown. When, they're not, when they get a test and it doesn't go so good and you're dropped, it's like getting dumped by your girlfriend, isn't it? It's mm. a horrible feeling. Mm. But he's been given the consistency now two weeks, or even from the end of last year to the two tests this year. And if there was a better forward on the field in the first 17 minutes, I'll eat my ass. And I thought South Africa would try and go through us, Steph, and we had to possibly weather the storm. And if we we're lucky enough to get Rico distributing the ball really, really well, try and go round them. We went through them. Yeah. Absolutely through them, straight through the middle. Yeah, beating so South Africa at their own game uh, was pretty damn satisfying. Well, we did the same in Test 1 last year. Like I said the other day, I, I watched both of them on Saturday afternoon, listening to the boys on Saturday, and I said, I'm just not sure that... You know, we're really going to be good enough. It worried the hell out of me. And it's, the, it's not, I've never ever said we don't have the cattle. I was always concerned about the shepherd as to whether we've got the players in the right positions. And look, it's only my opinion. It means absolutely nothing. But I can't help the fact that I actually love the game. <laughs> yeah, that's where your opinions stem from. I'm aware of that, Dino. I'm very aware of that. So, um, yeah, they were brilliant. And I think, even though South Africa lost, they taught us how you use your bench, and I don't think we used ours well enough, but it's an evolving beast, and it's going to be a great rugby season. Oh, totally, and that's what I'm saying. Like, If you look at the impact, like Richie Mawanga, for me, done enough. I don't, I'm not saying he's better than Damien, but off the bench, he doesn't offer as much. And maybe Damien Bowden's a toss of the coin, because I mean, clearly, for me, we've just got to get the best fullback in New Zealand. 
into fullback, and if we're worried about the aerial assault, Stevenson, I'm not a fan of uh, Will being on the wing, simply because I think he's better at fullback, but Stevenson's almost as good, and if we're worried about the aerial game, he could play 14 really, really well. Mm. With uh, Fa'anuku, the extra loose forward on the other flank, looking for work. Yeah. That's the difference between him and Talia and Caleb Clark. He's that extra loose forward. He gets more turnovers than Sam Kane. Mm. Dino, you can hear Sam the music. Kane. It means the news is coming. I appreciate your call, though, as always, buddy. Thanks for all of your calls. We've got Shane Howarth coming up after the news. And then after Howie, I've got so many text messages I'm going to get through. That's all to come in the next half hour.